0: Avengers Assemble, Sabbath Sunday. Uh, yeah, what's up, Ram? How we doing?
1: Yo. Yeah. All right, can you hear me now?
0: We can hear you now. We can hear you loud and clear. What up? up? What up, Shady? Sorry to, uh, we didn't include you last week. That wasn't <laughs> on purpose.
1: Totally fine.
0: <laughs> I fucked that up. Thank you, guys. I thought it was me. Huh?
1: I said I thought it was me, so it's all good.
0: Okay, yeah, it is you. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> blame it on you. I was like, who's the power nugget? And that is none other than the Doof Warrior, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the power nugget himself, Adam Gorak taking fifth place in his weight class in his powerlifting competition over the weekend, but first place in our hearts. How'd it go, bro? Very good. (laughs) Talk about it. What happened?
2: Very, very good. I was so happy with all those lifts that I've done. I probably failed one bench. Okay. Um, and that's about it. But yeah, that one ninety kilo deadlift, I just went for it.
0: <laughs> what was your What was your strategy? What, what just to was, go by the happened? numbers
2: that my trainer gave me.
0: Cool, man. Did you? So, uh, you know, for people that don't know, like power lifts are like powerlifting meets are like all day, right? Like it's like yeah. hours long. So you kind of have to like eat and fuel yourself and like do you know, stretches and all that shit in between lifts. So what was your protocol like for that? Um,
2: well, I didn't do warm-ups for my deadlifts. <laughs> I just stretched it out. You just went and, for um, it. Yeah, I, I stretched That's it right. out, ate some liquorish.
0: <laughs> That's how they do it down under, my friends. You just and, um, AC/DC. got ready and,
2: um, yeah, pumped it out. Well, what, kind
3: of, what kind of licorice were you eating?
2: Red. Red? all right
0: yeah i'm about to pack it does it have testosterone in it down there you guys fly under like the fda because you're a day ahead of us there you go that's the secret no there's no
1: no america come on (laughs) is it good oh yeah do you like black 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 but yeah
0: Hey, if anybody out there listening actually wants health and wellness advice from this podcast, you can just stop right now because you just found the secret. You got it's It's licorice makes you stronger in Australia. Well, how are you from? A,
3: from? There's a store in our town that literally sells nothing but licorice. Really? Oh. Not it's super- called licorice <laughs> international and it sells licorice from around the world and it's just that's Dang. i don't know how they've survived this long Dude, probably what? as long as raising canes only selling chicken fingers but <laughs> Damn. You
0: know. well good for them yeah I, I might be in the minority here but I, i've never liked licorice
1: i only like the the cheap american twizzler brand okay <laughs> so it's not even licorice <laughs>
0: I kind of like NyQuil, you know, and some people say that tastes like, like, (laughs) it tastes like licorice. And when I used to drink, I used to drink absinthe a lot too. And I used to, I used to like that. So maybe I have an association with that, but I don't mean to project that onto you guys. Just, just, just a a theory.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't like real licorice. It's just the the literal sugar kind, (laughs) like just sugar shaped like, like licorice.
0: Where do you weigh in on this warlord Joe Smith? What's your opinion on licorice?
3: On licorice, I mm. could take it or leave it. I'm not a big candy person. I don't really dig on sweets much, I guess, except for chocolate. I really like chocolate. So, but outside of that, I've never been a real big gummy fan, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, that's my favorite kind. Oh, yeah, gummies are awesome. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Mikey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love
0: like <laughs> with the Harborough gummy colas. It's like my favorite candy of all time. Yeah, those really? are good. Sour
1: ones are good, too. Yeah. I like I, think I just...
3: To me i think i just got burnt out in high school <laughs> on peaches. so i i think that just like killed any sort of gummy in my future so
0: adam gorak was that all you ate in between your lips was literally busted? no i
2: i packed some um i packed some granola with some yogurt and almond milk mixed together with, with chia seeds okay i ate that on the on the way up there um, all right that's cool. Got some coffee, drank like maybe three liters of water, <laughs> you know, packed a couple of sandwiches and fruits, and that's it.
0: How are you feeling now, dude? Are you wrecked?
2: Yes. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been awake. I've been up since maybe 4 a.m. this morning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're
0: proud of you man thanks for hanging and you know you're probably all delirious and tired and all wrecked hanging out with us and that's the um, way we like it on sabbath sunday so i'm just here to
2: hang out with you guys man
0: thanks man thanks. we appreciate it we, we won't put you on the spot anymore you did very well i will not give you any more shit today my man we're, we're proud of you buff shady yes what's up? thanks for sending me workouts. Just wanted, to, pl- I wanted to plug you as the new lifting dead army trainer that you're helping yeah. out with the workouts and all that stuff. So thank yes. you very much. Thank I'm really you. excited. And the thank the whole crew is excited. I get a lot of messages about you. People are like, that chick's <laughs> badass. I'm like, I don't call her the white girl, Bruce Lee for nothing. <laughs> you can get trained by her. So yeah, thanks,
1: man. I'm really excited. I, uh, you got the ones that I sent, What was it yesterday, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I got um, them all loaded.
1: Yeah, I still have to look at my like, because I still write everything down because I'm that bad person. So yeah. I don't put everything in my phone because I don't trust my phone <laughs> to save yeah. it and good keep it. You. Good. Yes, yeah, so, like I'll have to break out those because those were my, you know, ones I first wanted to send out, but I'm not home right now. So.
0: <laughs> oh, it's all good. We have nothing but time. You got to you got to hook them in nice and slow. Give them Sweet. a couple workouts. Yeah, they're killer workouts, by the way. If anyone wants Thank to try them, to switch up your routine she she's yeah. fucking around
1: the one i posted i was like jesus christ this is hard
0: <laughs> yeah that's super for so <laughs> real i love it that's good hey i want to challenge everybody but everyone always knows on those just to scale it to your ability if you can't do anything don't kill yourself
1: you know absolutely like, i had like Discipline. two people like message me like from the one that i posted of myself doing it and they're like well i can't do this and i was like well then do this like yeah. you know you don't have to do it like verbatim
0: Joe, how are you feeling, man? I know you've had you had some back trouble with with your shit the other day. How's that going? You okay?
3: Yeah, man. I uh, actually feeling pretty great. So, good. um, I've I I told myself that I would kind of just chill out the rest of the weekend, despite feeling like good enough to do anything, and then just kind of uh, laser focus back on Monday, kind Sweet. of get back into, just get back into the week start start the program back over like uh, it's on that third week since we basically missed week three got it and, uh, yeah man fucking ready though good. was like super antsy like super anxiety ridden just because i haven't been able to work out <laughs> it's tough i know we all deal with that man
1: yeah just, but it's it. actually
3: been yeah it's been really good to you know be able to recognize and figure out what where my limits are and like to know like hey maybe this isn't the wisest thing to do whereas you know a while ago i probably would have just like pushed through it and then possibly risk hurting myself more and and now it's just like you know what let's just fucking chill out and watch a bunch of movies and like that's all i've been doing this whole weekend it's been great
0: first of all i'm proud of you second of all how good is psycho gourmet
3: Oh, I loved it. <laughs>
0: best, right? That was like my favorite movie this year. If that, it probably will be end up being my favorite movie this year. Practical yeah. effects, '80s nostalgia, being a kid, like all that, just it just factored in. Aliens, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> it was like a fucking weird guaco that you know it just turned into a movie. It was great.
0: Yeah, i w- I, w- I want to be involved in the sequel. I'm gonna I'm gonna lobby the producers. That's what I'm gonna do.
3: Yeah, go for it, anybody! Sure yeah, would, everybody. Use your kung fu listening. skills.
0: I am. Don't worry, it's in motion. Mikey the Warlord. I don't mean to leave you out down there, bro. How how are you? How was WrestleMania? Are you happy with the results? What's what's going on?
3: Yeah, it was actually pretty decent, Sick, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and like I like it's better because they they split up between two days, so it's not like eight hours straight of wrestling. You just get burnt out.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah.
3: So so two days, four hours each. It was good.
0: Solid, man. Yeah. Respect. I used to love that shit. I've, I've fallen off the professional wrestling radar, but as a kid, it's, I it's just
3: ridiculous shit. and so much fun to watch.
0: It totally is. No. Yeah. I used to like, obviously, like Kane and the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Shit, like all Ooh, the- thank you. But anyway.
3: I guess it's get coffee service.
0: Oh, yeah. See, it's Cheers. Warlord Blood mode. Everybody yeah. <laughs> available now as seen on the Sabbath Sunday podcast. Did anybody listen to the Eternal Idol?
3: i oh, did I what do you I think
0: little i little can bit. always count on you
3: <laughs> uh, mandy you want to go first it sounds like you'd listen to it a little bit
1: me i i'm just gonna say right now i didn't like it and it sounded all the same <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we, we love you no matter what Mindwalk, mandy you're good
1: uh, like i'm not even gonna try to hide it like it just sounded all the same except two songs and i'm just like oh
0: we didn't talk to you last week did you listen to the one last week at
1: all uh no i didn't i didn't get a chance
0: that one's worse okay so you did well
3: well i we're gonna this is gonna end up sounding like an echo chamber here because i agree 100 percent with everything that she just said yes okay <laughs> it literally sounded the, the the same from beginning to end and i was just waiting for it to be over
2: yeah. did you was like point- better than the last one not at all
0: like the last one better? Really? No, yeah. I hated both of them equally. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're 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 in the weeds right now, guys. You're not supposed to like these. I don't I don't expect anybody to like these. I really don't even like these, but I appreciate them, and I I, I like the the backstory behind all of them. I and think... we're we're on the verge of getting into better territory. Anyway, what's up? Guys? I think
3: the best the best information that I got from this album was finding out that one of those songs was supposed to be in Dream Warriors. Mm -hmm. nightmare on elm street 3 the song of the nightmare or whatever and i'm so i've never been happier to hear Dawkins in my life (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Dawkins blew it out of the water with with that for sure that song rules by the way dream warriors by Dawkins. anybody that doesn't know that please familiarize yourself with Dawkins on the dream warriors soundtrack but yeah that was supposed to be on there and it would be cool if black sabbath was on the nightmare on elm street soundtrack but that never happened because their management sucks, and that is <laughs> what we'll get into with the backstory of the Eternal Idol. The best piece of information, though, from the Eternal Idol is the album cover, the um, the sculpture. If you look, if you look at, it on, I p- I posted it on the on the Patreon page. Um, it's supposed to be a representation of the of a sculpture from Rodin. It's like I think it's the Kiss by uh, Rodin is the dude's last name. Um, they couldn't get an actual picture of the sculpture for legal reasons, so they painted these models in like bronze body paint and posed them. And they literally almost died because the shit they painted them with was like toxic or I was something. Say, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
0: they, just, yeah. they then they posed them for like hours or whatever, and they ended up in the hospital. So those models almost died for this music. So if you thought this album was bad, imagine how they feel about it. That's all I'm going to say. Put yourself on a doctor. I almost died for this piece of shit. So my heart goes out to them. My heart also goes out to Tony Iommi for keeping the band together through the worst possible scenarios at the end of the last album. His manager got thrown into jail for tax evasion or some, some shit like that as dodgy British managers in the 80s would. So they had to get a new manager, and he got back with his old one. His name was Wyatt Meehan, who previously fucked Sabbath before a million times over. So I guess Tony Iommi was like, what could go wrong this time? I think we're all going to learn our lessons. And not the case. They flew to a private island where, like, this dude, Meehan, like, owned, like, the recording studio and, like, the hotel and, like, every everything like that. And it was just uh, – insanity and tony iomi said that he him him and mehan were on a sailboat and they sailed together during a windstorm to get to this place and i just imagine like tony iomi hammered on this sailboat with this other rich manager dude that he doesn't like through a windstorm and it, it's it's great all of his luggage and their recording equipment was like damaged and fucked up because of the water and everything that went wrong on this like sailboat journey. And I really wish there was just footage of that. So this album was off to a great start. If you keep that in mind, the whole like recording process was people were in and out because no one was getting paid because the manager was dodgy. So they left Tony Iommi to like pay everybody. And he was like, yo, I'm just like the guitar player. I don't like have all the money. You have all the money. I'm the manager. I can't pay anybody apparently allegedly by Tony Iommi's book. And that caused people to leave, managed, uh, producers to leave. They had like three different producers on this album. They started with Ray Gillen, the singer on the last one. And he left after they recorded the whole thing. He left and you can still hear his vocals on. if If you guys really, really want to torture yourselves, you can look up the Eternal Idol Deluxe Edition on YouTube. And you can listen to the whole thing again with worse vocals than what's on it now because Ray Gillen is not as good as Tony Martin who came in to replace him. But all the songs were done. All the songs were written. Tony Martin didn't contribute anything. He just sang over them. And I guess it would make you appreciate this album more if you go back and listen to the other ones because it sounds worse. So Tony Tony Martin came in, made it better. There are a few things I like because I'm a fan of Tony Martin. And we're going to get into the Tony Martin era next week, because this is the beginning of the Tony Martin era, but not really because he didn't, he wasn't involved in the whole creation process. He just came in and sang. So the next batch of albums that you're going to have to dig deep to find because they're not even on Spotify or Apple music or anything fancy. You either have to get cool physical media. This is headless cross. This is, this is the next record. Have it ready doing my homework, or you go on YouTube and, and listen to them because they don't have a proper release, which is a shame. Not a lot of people know about the Tony Martin era, and I'm personally excited to get into that. As you can tell, but that's that, that's down the line. So I think there are a few cool things on this. Number one being, as we alluded to before, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, potential soundtrack, the song Nightmare. I think it's a pretty good tune. The riff's pretty catchy um it's cool that it's it's like kind of horror driven nightmare driven that's ray gillen's evil laugh in the middle i think the evil laugh is really good shining isn't a bad song it has a heaven and hell kind of uptempo vibe and they just uh, you know try to keep that alive and it, you know it's definitely not the best record It definitely sounds like mediocre like 80s metal that was trying not to be hair metal you know that's probably a weird position for them to be in as I think Iommi's even said, you know, they're on, they're being heavy metal, but they're not heavy enough in the eighties to compete with like Metallica and Slayer and Megadeth and things like that. But at the same time, they weren't Dokken or Motley Crue either. So he was trying to keep this whole vibe alive in a weird time. And it's, it's a weird, it's a weird sound, not my favorite. Don't expect you to like it, but um, interesting nonetheless in the whole realm of the sabbath discography i think when we're done with it all you can go back and kind of look at it and laugh at it and appreciate it but if you look if you listen to just the guitar there's some good shit uh it's yeah it's not the best next week actually next week is going to be a bye week on the sabbath sunday podcast i forgot i will not be around we'll be out of town on official crypt business so next week you're just going to have to listen to headless cross and all the Tony Martin era albums, or if you want, do your homework because two weeks will resume with Headless Cross. Before I forgot, I just wanted to say that. Anyway, that's my spiel on Nightmare. So how do you feel, or uh, Nightmare, I'm all, I can't get off that song on the Eternal Idol. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I, I hope, uh, knowing that you know that those models almost died and they had to keep this record alive. Then it cost them probably so much money and so much heartache. Oh yeah, one other thing: the hotel they were staying at. They um, they were there for like six weeks recording it and partying and doing the whole doing the whole rock star thing. And the manager of the hotel kept going to Tony Iommi like, uh, "When are we going to get paid for this? Because your manager's not paying us." And Iommi was like, "Yo, man, that ain't my job. You got to talk to him." And then a couple weeks later. That manager of the hotel turned out to be burned to death. No further explanation was given. So there's some dodgy shit going on in the back in the Black Sabbath backstory of this record, and I think uh, all that darkness contributes to kind of how shitty it is. But uh, yeah, anyway, thank you, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. I hope I hope you enjoyed today's Eternal
3: Idol uh, sermon. It just makes me want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street 3 today. That's kind of what I was
0: getting out of it too, man. Honestly, we can, we could all just appreciate Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is a fantastic horror movie sequel. It's probably the best, it's probably the best Nightmare on Elm Street besides the original. Would you agree?
3: Mm, It's a toss up for me between three and four, just because I I think I watched four more uh, when I was younger. And so that one kind of has a special place in my heart, but the concept of dream warriors is always like, I wish that they would have done more of that Definitely. Like, throughout the throughout the series, uh, instead of kind of you know, Freddie just becoming, you know, Freddie yeah being you know like becoming be, becoming actual Freddy, like we're the, the the smart ass son of a bitch
0: <laughs> yeah he's like the rock star of the serial killers you know i always kind of dug that about him like
1: he's always been my favorite
0: really That's yeah yeah.
1: Which... yeah like which one yeah uh, i love them all equally <laughs> except wes craven's new name i fucking hated that
3: okay. whoa <laughs> i'm sorry
1: i can't do it his voice is terrible the cgi on his face is terrible I can't get over it
0: <laughs> fair fair point. Wait, in a long time i've uh, seen that one
1: yeah it's it's bad the 2010 one is what i'm talking about like not the okay,
0: okay. not the,
1: not the original uh the remake you mean the
0: remake not the not yeah. okay. nightmare
1: no not the original um okay. but the remake the 2010 and it's just okay. got
0: yeah yeah that's that's fucking terrible i only saw that yeah. like one time because that's some one.
1: people's favorite and i'm like what is wrong oh
3: wow. <laughs> that's not that, must... that, that doesn't count
1: oh no, like it doesn't know. count at all
3: there's a really funny kind of interesting story about the the i guess maybe strange coincidence but jackie earl haley who played freddie krueger in the remake was originally up for the part of glenn that eventually went to johnny depp in the very first movie Ooh, interesting and, and wes craven's daughter i think thought johnny depp was hotter so wait she listened or I think we (laughs) could all agree that Johnny Depp's hotter (laughs) right for sure yeah but it's just interesting that the person who was supposed to be in the original Nightmare on Elm Street playing the you know hot boyfriend yeah ended up becoming Freddy Krueger eventually you just can't replace Robert England man
1: oh you can't and that was my problem with it it's just like like I said, the two main points where his voice was laughable and cringy and the CGI on his face was just god-awful.
0: Yeah, it was bad. It was and bad. And
1: people are like, oh, but there's still like an artistic, like, sure, like artistic, whatever. But like the character itself, it does not pass.
0: <laughs> I thought originally you were talking about like New Nightmare. Like, No, Marvel. no,
1: I should have clarified that. Okay, yeah,
0: Because I think <laughs> New Nightmare is pretty cool if I remember. Yeah, that
1: right? is an, it is a really cool one.
0: It's a different direction that they took it in. And like yeah. if any of those slasher movies, like, you know, I know Jason... Get, they, they get a lot of shit for like taking them to space and like, you know, all the crazy shit they do with, I love Jason X, we'll, we'll talk about it's Jason really X all day true. long, but like, if, yeah, you, you know, but if any slasher villain like has any right to go into like ridiculous territory, I feel like it's Freddy, like there's nothing you can't do yeah. with Freddy and it would make sense. Yeah. So I, I love I love the crazy directions, Wes Craven took him in and, and all that, I'd, I'd like to see them get remastered on Blu-ray because it's kind of a uh, or or get a new release
1: yeah they Uh, need something yeah and like talking about jason like freddy versus jason is one of my favorites and i yeah i love it like it's so good for it for its time and everything like it was great
0: and we were just talking about this um i wrote a tunes from the crypt review that's going to be out i think in a two in two weeks but we were talking with i was talking with a friend about old horror movie soundtracks not necessarily old horror movie but like early 2000s late 90s horror movie soundtracks when it was like a thing to like okay. be on a soundtrack like it was like new metal like the resident evil soundtrack has like slipknot and saliva and like things in it and like yeah. versus jason is like murder dolls and the fucking static x and shit like i feel like that needs to come back a little bit like have some rock and roll and some heavy metal into horror movies now it's kind of is kind of weird there's no real soundtrack anymore.
1: Right. They're all like, ma- they're all made for the movie and they're not yeah. just using music that goes with the movie that's already made.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, uh, I I did what like Tom York did with like Speria remake. Like I get that. That's like, that's like smart, cool music and like hipster and all that. But like, let's just put some fucking murder dolls and some new, in some new horror movies. I think that, I think we can't go wrong.
1: Yeah. I watched Cabin Fever the other day and I missed that so much. I was like, whoa.
0: Cabin Fever rules.
1: Yeah, it was 2002, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" (laughs) Yeah,
0: the the late 90s, early 2000s era of horror movies. There's some, there's some brutal shit in there.
1: Yeah, some of them are weird too. I mean, like obviously, like Cabin Fever is weird at some points. It's like campy and like kind of weird, but oh, it's very
0: weird. It's very weird. I love it. Um. House on Haunted Hill, the remake is uh, yes. really good from that. just about to
3: chime in with one of my 13 Ghosts.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. 13 Ghosts are <laughs> wicked. I love 13 Ghosts. Good movie.
3: Was that based on
0: anything? Do you know?
3: Was that just a. It was a remake movie? of an of old movie from, I think, the 50s when mm-hmm. they did. Um, I, I think it was one of the. Part of the whole like chilarama gimmick shakorama style of movies where you got your glasses in the movie theater and if Wait. you put your glasses on at the certain points you could see the ghosts. But if oh, you were scared and you didn't want to see the ghosts, you could take your glasses off. So really? it was kind of that whole it was kind of part of that whole like weird sense around and where they would put like electronic shocks in your chair and like just weird gimmicky horror movies that uh, no, that was all like the, the rage in the theaters. And I'm pretty sure that was the gimmick for 13 ghosts, which is why in the movie they had their special glasses that they would have to put on and allowed them to see the ghosts.
0: I love you. Just so you know, dude, like, <laughs> thank you for knowing that information. I, I, I needed that today and I have this written down and I'm going to look into it. That's so great. I always thought it was yeah. just, like, an original, like, whatever, but that, that's so cool.
3: Yeah, I think all of those, like, there was that run of movies where it was House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. And 13 Ghosts, and I think there was a couple more in there that were remakes of movies of that time that a specific company was putting out, and I, I can't remember, maybe Anchor Bay. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, they were all kind of those weird gimmicky movies that were just being remade in the 90s. House of Wax.
1: I was Watch. just going to say that, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: The, the, the the those die. remakes are all, are all good.
0: You know, yeah, like right. horror remakes kind of suck, but like those, those have character or are, are pretty sweet. <laughs> I think uh, The Hills Have Eyes was a little bit later. I think that was like 2005, but I think The Hills Have Eyes remake is probably the best horror remake. In my this is my opinion, but I I think that brutal crazy shit.
1: Yeah, they did really
2: the well second with that. Hmm? Watched the second one of, of that the other day.
0: Yeah, they you did a good that job day? that. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Same with like uh I know is no it's not, right? Uh how uh what is it, the house on the left or something like that. That's not a remake, right? Last uh, house yeah, on it is. the left is it, it. Yeah, that's what I thought. The remake of that's even pretty decent.
0: It is pretty good. The original one's super brutal though. West West Craven not giving a fuck. That's raw. Yeah.
3: I I remember seeing the original Last House on the left because I ordered a fucking bootleg out of the back of an old Fangoria magazine. They used to send you like this catalog for like $250. And like there's just a list of movies in there that you could just pick out, and they you would just randomly get this box full of. Blank VHS tapes, and you didn't know which one you were going to be watching when you put it on. Got weird shit out of those, but that's how I first saw that movie.
0: That's I said that that's that stuck with you. I'm pretty sure, man. Uh,
3: yeah, absolutely. When you get some random unmarked VHS tape, and you're like, yeah. "Whoa, what's the Last House on the Left?" And then you watch that movie, that like
0: rape yeah, revenge movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hard. It's, what about I spit on your grave? Dang, I was
1: just going to say that. Yeah, that's a fucked up movie, dude.
0: The original yeah. one, I mean, they're all, like, the remake's pretty good, yeah. but the, the original, yeah. I Spit on Your Graves, real fucked up.
1: Yeah, it is, bad. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, it was, it's much more lighthearted in the early 2000s. Let's throw on some, like, Halloween resurrection, you know what I mean? That <laughs> like Michael Myers game show. Movie. I
1: actually, uh, what was it, like, this weekend or something like that, I watched, Um, have you seen the Poughkeepsie tapes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> like, it's,
1: it's weird, but it is good, and I didn't expect it to be that good.
0: Yeah, when he comes crawling like doing the spider crawl
1: dude
0: uh, with the with the mask on yeah 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 i, 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 I tried to recreate that for, for a yoga video here and it didn't work out too well but we're, we're gonna try again.
1: Uh, it makes a lot of sense where like that comes from because i was like oh like kids are just being weird but like no it's from like an actual movie
0: yeah for sure but uh, did i'm re- into
3: a recent Oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, Joe, go, go. You. You're I was just gonna say points. I've come into a I've, I've re-fallen in love with the found footage uh, genre. I used to be super anti and kind of hate it but I don't know for some reason like a couple of years ago I've just been really really into it and when it works it works but when it doesn't it it, right. it really doesn't so.
2: Yeah what, like
0: what are some of the the top ones for you that because I, I don't know i'm i'm wishy washy on that too
3: yeah the hellhouse llc yeah that's, uh, good. that's good that that one i think kind of kind of reignited a little bit um the at the the updated blair witch that came out uh, just a couple years ago that one, that one really really got me yeah, um the taking of Deborah logan that's a good which, one. yeah that freaked me the that's it gets a crazy. little yeah, it gets a little loses loses me a little bit toward the end of the movie when you kind of get into some of the mm, yeah. you know no spoilers, but um, yeah, yeah, I agree. But with like, you. but the the lead up and the build up to all of that, like that one was terrifying. So yeah, watching the dark with headphones on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Grave Encounters?
3: Yes. Mm-mm. It's
1: yeah. yeah, it's by Tribeca Films. There's yeah. two of them. Watch them; they're really good.
0: I didn't see the second one.
1: Yeah, they're both equally, I think, pretty decent. Um, the first one, obviously, is like the best, but second's a close second. Like, it's it's still really good. And those uh, VHS movies as well were good.
0: I just got a Scream Factory Blu-ray uh, reissue of The Strangers, and that movie is fucking scary.
1: That's good, yeah. So I you it alone
0: in the yeah. dark in your house. Yeah. That's, you're going to have trouble sleeping. I don't care who you I are. definitely
1: underestimated that movie when I first saw it
0: yeah the uh the simple creepiness and horror was just no reason behind it that's the that's the scariest stuff
3: in my opinion i yeah. think they, they tried a little too hard with the sequel though
0: yeah. way too hard with the sequel yeah, it's to- they totally lost all of that you know they tried to give it like as soon as you give them a story it doesn't it's not scary you know yeah that's why i think the first one was scary Anyway, yeah, you can or you can just watch Halloween Resurrection as, as, as said, 2002 representation, which I don't know <laughs> if I've said this on this podcast before. I, pr- I probably have, but it's probably my favorite fact in all of all of horror. And we're, we're going to end it on this. If you follow the original storyline of Michael Myers from like the first John Carpenter's masterpiece Halloween till the end of that arc, it ends with Busta Rhymes drop kicking Michael Myers in the chest in Halloween Resurrection, that's, <laughs> that's that's how he does. That's
2: the best scene of the movie.
0: It's that's the story arc, you know. And then and then Rob Zombie did his own thing with it, and it was all it's off in another direction now. But that that's the original one. So just wanted to remind everybody of that, and I'm glad you agree with me, dude. 4 you're down there. Thanks for hanging out this whole time, man. We know you're wrecked. Go eat some more Twizzlers. Drink a <laughs> I'm, drink going drink. Sleep,
2: I'm, I'm wrecked.
0: All right, man. <laughs> Well, I got to get out of here, Freaks. Good night. It's been great hanging with you. Black Sabbath forever. Bye week next week. We're going to return back in two weeks with a vengeance, with a headless cross vengeance. Bring it in. Sounds bump good. Put <laughs> fist bump through the camera. We'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. All right.